I've got one for you, Michael. Growing up, uh, you know, with our Indian background. I knew this oh, was yeah. coming. Do you like butter chicken? No, no. <laughs> Do you it's like it spicy curries. or sweet? What are your thoughts on eating curries for such a long time? Please Can you me. go, Mum, give me a curry. I'm, I'm going to smash a nice chicken curry. Or would you go, Mum, would you make me a, a nice shepherd's pie? I want to try a nice <laughs> shepherd's pie. Or a, what would you rather? Why is it Mum, Ryan? Or, is it or very Dad. sexist? <laughs> <laughs> Look, dad made more of the yeah, curries. No, 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 parental no. roles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your dad makes a killer biryani. Oh yeah. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. Hey Chris, you're coming to us from Rockingham, is that right? Uh, no, from uh, Melbourne, mate. From oh, Melbourne, mate. All right. Sorry, it's just it's just Melbourne, not Melbourne, mate. <laughs> okay, mate. So I'm Michael, I'm here with Ryan <laughs> and Mario and Chris. 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 <laughs> We got a big show on today. A lot of lot of serious discussions. This that's all it's been. It's been so serious. It's been really, really no toilet serious. Humor. No toilet no, humor, no ambient noise, no nothing. You I'm from what? India and I've never even heard of a toilet before. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your thoughts on that, Mario? As you're clearly from India too. I my toilet's the street. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a metaphor. The world is my toilet. Like exactly. <laughs> all right, all right, boy. Serious discussion. Right. Serious discussion. Yeah. yeah, let's go. You know, I'm keen to talk about Catholic, Catholic guilt. Catholic guilt. That's the one. Do you feel guilty? <laughs> well, let's let, all right, let, let let's start with where we're at in terms yeah. of our Catholic faith, right? That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Michael, you're the host. You start. Where right. are you? I am a Roman Catholic. I go to church on Sundays, and I participate in church activities. Yep. Okay. Awesome. And what you still you're, you're pretty devout in your faith. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So like, because that's that's how I've been raised. That's how I've been done all my life, and um, and I, that's how I see it as quote unquote normal to me. Just, just, just ignore it. Just keep p- going. Participate in the choir. Sorry, I'll mute while I'm. Yep, perfect. Participate keep, in keep the going. choir. You know, altar serving and things like that. So I was pretty heavily involved in most churches I've been to. Yep. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. In, t- in terms of myself, um, obviously I was raised Roman Catholic as well. Um, come from a Croatian background. Pretty devout in our yeah. faith. Uh, I've I've always believed in God. I still do. I I have had my struggles lately. Uh, my own personal struggles in my faith um, and my church attendance has slipped quite drastically but yeah I, I still still do believe in God uh, I still try and pray and yeah I, I'm not the per- I'm not the most perfect Catholic out there I know you're probably a lot more involved than I am at the moment Michael but yeah my faith is, is still there so I, I think I'm uh, with Mario here on this one I am um, I'm, I'm also you know I've had that um, upbringing of a very you know, strict Catholic you know, tradition growing up and being a very firm believer was uh, what our parents pushed on us but I think I'm at a stage where I do have a fear of God and I do still have faith but I I don't see myself like my parents going to church every single Sunday and I, I think, I don't know, the more they pushed it on us the more I kind of slipped yeah, that, I think that's the issue, like with um, Indian families, and you know, families raised so much in the faith that, you know, you're f- kind of forced to form your own faith. You're not like find it on for yourself. Yeah, you know, like you're forced to, because that's God is good, and that's why you have to do it. And you're pushed into that direction, and sometimes it can feel suffocating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I think um, for me, it's death is 
bloody scary. And I think oh, yeah. it's just, you know, having that reassurance of, you know, there's there's heaven, there's a life after earth and, mm. you know, all your sins hopefully will kind of, you, you can ask God for forgiveness and he'll take you into this magical place after death. And I think that's kind of what it is for me. But I, I don't know, I don't see it, that going to church every single Sunday and mm. contribute to that. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's really hard. Yeah, I've got a few, like, I'm probably the opposite now to all of you guys, but was raised in a very similar, uh, I guess, background, like, Catholicism-wise to Ryan and Michael, if if I'm not um, incorrect. Like, I went to church every Saturday or Sunday, rosary every night, and a handful of other things. But I think when I turned... Must have been like 19, somewhere between 19 and 22, just started like transitioning out of that into being an atheist now and have been for a few years. And that's not to say I've got anything against the Catholic Church, of course, or people that believe it. And there's no way I'd want to convince or try to convince anyone else to become an atheist or question their faith. But... Uh, that's just what's been my journey so far. What was it for you, Chris, that uh, made you go, "Hey, look, I think I want to be an atheist"? Was it that um, I don't want to be an from atheist. your well, no, not Honestly, Catholic like, anymore? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I would rather be a Catholic. I'd rather believe. In yeah. That. And that's it's exactly what you said. Like believing in the whole life after death and yeah. there's something after. Yeah. Um. I would rather that so yeah. so sorry sorry chris so then if if you'd rather be catholic right now and have mm-hmm. that faith what wh- wh- why are you atheist is is that um i would pose i pose that question to you like what are the reasons for it um uh, and this is subjective right and people i guess see things in different ways but if you filled up I don't know, say a a cup of water for, like, basic example, and you, like, you're asking me, and I could see that you filled a cup of water, right? And you said, and I wish that the cup of water was empty, but it's full. I can see it's full. Like, everyone can see it's full, everyone that I know. It's, like, that obvious and clear to me, but I would rather, like, the empty cup because I want to use the cup or whatever, you know? Okay. So it's like a filled with what, like belief. It's a terrible metaphor. It's, it's like the thing, the glass half full glass. That's what I was thinking of, like when. You uh, no, it's, I it's think he's trying to so say is, um, let's say we've got a glass. Let's just say it's filled with water, and that water is representing uh, our Catholic belief. I see. And I think, um, I think I've messed that, up with. Is that what you're trying to say? Though? And then it's you'd rather the, the empty water because you can fill yeah. it up with whatever kind of beliefs you want. I, I think I went I went too deep. Let's say if you had a bunch of jelly beans and they were either red or blue, but all of the jelly beans were red and people said, I, I'm only allowed to have the blue ones, but I can see there's no blue ones, oh, right? I see. All the Catholics could have the blue ones, but, like, like I want to... What am I trying to say? So it's, like, you're saying it's instead so of obvious using... to me, I don't have the choice anymore. I see. Like... You know, it's just kind of like a one plus one is two, and this is red or this is like. So, are like, you taking the third option? You would say, like, you choose this or that. No, I want to choose. So another. instead of going for ones and twos in your toilet, you're going for. 
I'm going for threes where your dad beats you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. No, it's it's just like if if I could go back in time and go back to being Catholic and not go down like maybe a rabbit hole of like my own logic and reasoning and whatever science and... I can hear some rap or something. Okay, yeah, sorry, no, that's... uh, Like I would because... It's not that great in many senses being atheist, and the biggest thing that sucks is the existential dread, because you're like, oh, there is no life after death, which is something I didn't think about <laughs> before. I'm like, ha, let's let's prove my parents wrong. Oh, okay. yeah, that's fair. You know, I yeah. Sorry, I went on. I went on a few tangents with water, and we got to the toilets. And uh, no, no, that's <laughs> fine. I mean, we got there. Well, we're the just end. trying to get the uh, <laughs> to, just the to gist the of it. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. I think the we long got and there. short. I think, yeah. Well, yeah. I think I don't want to go on a tangent, but I think we we all face that existentialism to a, to a degree, and obviously our our faith, in particular, the Catholic faith, says eternal life, right? That That's what we strive for on this earth, eternal life. For sure. The life after death. But we we don't know that for certain. Like, we don't know. I don't know that for certain. I just believe in that. But as the... And no one does. It, absolutely. That's what the um, example in the Bible of Thomas, like, you know, Thomas got to see Jesus, the holes in his hands, but we don't. And that's what Jesus says, happy are those who believe but and don't see do me. Do not see, correct, mm. yeah. Which is really, you know, easier said than done, to be honest. Because Thomas had that physical example. and 100%. As much yeah. as, like, sometimes when I see things about miracles and stuff, I think I, I can kind of, like, kind of relate to you guys. You know, even though I'm from a strong Catholic and my faith is kind of good, I, I'm just really cynical with things. Like, mm. I just doubt a lot of things, like, in regards to faith. And as a Catholic, a lot of my friends told me, it's good to question, but like I just sometimes feel uncatholic questioning these things. I was having this discussion the other day, like you know the sacrament of reconciliation, right? Is the only one which matters is the one which I write about to die, and any other ones doesn't matter. You don't know when you're dying, though. Yeah, that's true. But like the the one which matters the most is the one which I write about to die. I I think that's uh that's an old way of looking at it. Mm. Um, a lot of a lot of other Christian faiths they they. Th- that that's the way they see it. The Catholic faith is different. Obviously, I don't know much about the catechism and whatnot, but in my understanding, a lot of them. That's why they wouldn't necessarily have their reconciliation. We're baptized. They would usually. I think the idea is they'd get baptized at the end of their life, right? So then their sins, their whole life sins, would be cleaned and they go straight to heaven. Whereas I think from the Catholic point of view, in terms of reconciliation, you know where. We constantly have reconciliation because Christ is always forgiving us, right? That's doesn't it. matter if you go away and commit sins. If we come back to him, he's going to be there and he's going to forgive us. But are we ta- we're taking it so much for granted that we can do whatever we want. Like that's what, you know, obviously now we have to, we have to strive to be the best we can. And that's what my friends told me. But like, you know, if, you know, if we know we're going to sin and we know we're going to be forgiven anyway, doesn't that, you know, we can do whatever we want and we'll still get forgiven regardless, you know. Um, my parents will give me a scolding, but they'll still love me at the end of the day. They'll still give me like you know candy or something if I'm good. Or well, then is that when sti- I improved my behavior? Is that so much as I guess uh, I guess Catholic guilt, or is that more human nature? Because everybody's got that. Like you said, you know, a, a kid will do something that's bad, and they know it's bad. And then, but they're not scared of what God thinks. They're scared of what their authority thinks. Yeah, no, so it's not just a faith thing. I think it's a human nature thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on that, Ryan? Oh, you know, it, it's definitely human nature. I mean, we're prone to, <laughs> to messing up. Mistakes. You know, we're, make, yeah. we're here to make mistakes and learn from our mistakes. I, I don't know what where I stand with it because if you go, all right, well, I can make mistakes and I can go and sin and, you know, at the end of the day, God's going to forgive me. It's just kind of doesn't make sense that's right like because you know? our God that's what they describe as is a loving God in comparison to sometimes other religions you know God is going to love you which is so foreign to what the time was back then like you know God that loves me you know I expect the God you know, the other gods are like oh we just worship me and present me with gifts but you know someone who's mutually loving you it's such a like, hard thing let's just say worse situation you go out and kill someone mm. and you're so resentful you're just you're absolutely, you know, hating yourself and you ask God for forgiveness and you expect God to forgive you, but it's like you've just killed someone. That's it. So, like, so is, is God going to forgive you for that? So what, the punishment fit the crime and then you'll be forgiven? Something it's like just, that. Like, you've got to uh, repent your whole life. So in that, in that analogy, so do you think that because you can't you wouldn't be able to forgive yourself for doing such a thing How God, God wouldn't be able to forgive that's, that's right and, and I think the idea is in my understanding that the thing is God is above us God is above any sin right and there was I remember I was told by a priest this once and somebody asked him this question and he was saying like you know I can't forgive myself it's like I've been to confession I've done the penance I've done everything and I cannot forgive myself and then essentially the priest just said, well, like, it, it's ultimately like, it's not up to you to forgive yourself. It's up to God up to, to God, forgive yeah. yourself, right? And I think sometimes we're harnessing that. We're holding on to that sin in a sense and that guilt. And that might be a mixture of our ego, a mixture of our shame, right? But then the idea is that Christ comes and he takes that away. And ultimately it's not, we shouldn't be worried about us not being able to forgive ourselves. We should be worried about whether he is going to forgive us or not. No, definitely. Because, like, I think I brought this up before. I don't know if I told you. Like, God's perception and understanding is so beyond ours that we can't relate to how God thinks. Mm. So, like, the, before the example is, God sees this whole puzzle piece, well, this whole picture of the puzzle, but we just see the single piece. So, like, mm. we can't we can't see the full picture, but God sees it, so he knows. So that's why, like, it's hard to think from the perspective of God because... It's way beyond us. Because we're not God. <laughs> yeah. Chris? Yeah, Chris, what Chris, what are your thoughts on that from a atheist type of perspective? Uh, I've, got, I've got so many thoughts, which all, like, on basically everything that you guys have all said. That I'd love to hear it. I've got... As long no, as it's not no, toilet no, 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 no. You're in a nice, uh, pristine location. No, nah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay out of this one um, majorly, but I think where, where I end up sitting is... The God that I would have liked and, like, would think people would like to believe in is one that, at the end of your life, you're judged on um, your intentions. And if you were to compare, like, let's say two people that... One that was God-fearing and did... Like, acted like they were scared of God and were doing the right things that they thought that God would like uh, versus just someone who was just trying to help the most people. 
and live their life as helping the most people, you know? And the person that did believe in God and was fearing God in, in a sense uh, was doing that because he feared God rather than, rather than because he believed... It, it, because he didn't believe in life after death or whatnot. And the person that didn't believe in life after death or had some other external pressure of this other being, this other, like, deity, um, and being scared of that, like, the the person who didn't have that pressure, they just acted because that's what they inherently cared about for one reason or another, you know? Like, there's a lot to unpack there, and and there's different versions of God, like Old and New Testament, with the forgiving, unforgiving God, like the wrathful or bountiful, merciful God. Um, but... I think, like, the the Catholic faith and church is, is fantastic as a community and, and building, uh, like, having being the structure and backbone for a lot of moral, like, decisions in general. <clears throat> like, they're, the teachings are right on so many levels. Uh, but the, the guilt, how much would the guilt help versus how much would it hinder one's, like, development as a human being and how much they can... Like your own development for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and when you develop more, you develop the people around you and help more people, which is what I would like to think a God would want. No, no, sorry. But uh, do you that's, feel... That's, that's, sorry, go on. Uh, do you feel like, um, you know, like, because you were saying, you know, the, 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 the following the commandments and stuff keeps us in check, but, you know, you yourself as an atheist, do you feel like, you know, Big Brother's not watching over my shoulder and I feel... Just... Yeah, I feel, yeah, completely free. And there's, like, I don't think I really break any of the ten commandments but that's just out of i mean like thou shalt not kill that's just moral thing you shouldn't kill people you know like that's just well generally you don't want to kill people (laughs) anyway (laughs) that's what i'm saying like i don't want just one of the worst Do do you feel guilt killing like a fly or killing like an insect sometimes um sometimes but i don't have a rational reason for which i kill and feel guilt like if i find a spider i'll like try like let it out yeah. like, nicely mm. look I, but I then think a mis- a mosquito, how ugly like, it looks the <laughs> and how big it is like the el- <laughs> <laughs> i'll whack that thing whack so hard yeah. look i, yeah, I, I think we're sort of uh, i think with these analogies like the insects and stuff where obviously we're, we're all men here right we've got far greater temptations than killing flies and stuff no, that's true so so i so chris the the idea is i guess when it when it comes to other temptations right say like you know fornication or, or living with a partner or doing drugs and alcohol um like mm. the, these sorts of things are things that men in our at our age and at our point struggle with vulnerable too yeah, sure. that's a culture exactly. which is pr- with the mainstream media just promotes that mm. so much so like so chris <laughs> h- how does your i guess your perception and where you're at with your faith determine which actions you take when these sorts of temptations arise in your life um well given that i don't i guess i don't or i i claim to not have a faith but just do what I think is re- or try to do what I think is reasonable and uh, research mm. like let's say drugs and alcohol for example yep. there's no there's no explicit rule in the bible or thing saying you like don't drink or don't do drugs right like people they they binged on like wedding wine yeah, yeah and yeah. Jesus saved the best wine till last for last or, yeah, exactly. yeah but or were Turned they all just water. that lit 
Yeah, the best waterfall. Actually, you know, that, that Voss yeah. water, you know, the Voss water. Real yeah, oh. filtered Man, water. Now I just want to drink some water. That's where that's what that's how Stormzy made the song Bossy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 fair, fair, no, no, fair. Like that's a good um, analogy, you know. Like, uh, but like I, I still happily smash alcohol and some certain drugs. I think to moderation. I think like you said, yeah, you know, fornication, like alcohol and stuff. I mean, I think alcohol. Would you say is the least out of them? I, I don't know if it, look. It, it, yeah. Sorry, you gone. No, no, no. I, I don't know Please. if you can put. I, I just mean the question in more of a general sense, right? Oh, I see. Um, like I'm not trying to say that one sin's worse than the other. Um, I'm not going into that. My my idea is when you're faced with these with these issues, uh, like how do you react? How does your do you think about them? Right. So if if you see a gorgeous woman, right, and you think, man, yeah. she's beautiful, I'd like how do you react do you think of your faith do you think okay that the, the faith says thy shall not fornicate does, does that stop you my mind's telling me no <laughs> my wife <laughs> will beat my, my ass, ass. Yeah, yeah, look. Well, I, absolutely yeah it's not more so the faith or yeah god i think it's it's just your your obligation yeah. to your partner mm, or your yeah. current spouse at um, the moment but, but i've got not, um yeah. my parents they're they're very religious and uh I, had a, I heard you say, you know, moving in with your partner mm. without being married, and that's yeah. exactly what Brian, I did. I want to hear exactly what you yeah. want to hear. That's, so, what, that's what like, I wanted. What's what what you you your your perception? That's great. I moved yeah. um, right out sorry, of home. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I'll talk here once. Look, I moved out. Sorry, of, Chris is asking. Sorry, what was that, Chris? I'm sorry to interrupt. I have to leave, unfortunately, um, okay. right now. But I know Ryan has a lot to say on this, and take his words wisely because <laughs> he because he's done it he's whatever I've he's done there. he's done right because mm. everyone loves him and thinks the best of him as they did anyway oh same and yeah. love his wife and shine stop like, it I'm blushing hey, wait, this, this is your this makes for terrible radio about. mate he's a bloody good man isn't he no but, oh. no, but Chris thanks so much for persisting and joining yeah, us yeah thanks for, really, thanks really for having me and jokes aside uh, that was a great <laughs> conversation we had just then you know whatever little we had it was really good Thanks for joining us, man. Cheers, appreciate Chris. appreciate for having You're me. Legend. Thank you, boys. Yeah. Um, take care, and I'll uh, see you when I look at you. <laughs> yes. right. Catch you, Chris. Catch you, man. Except if we're on radio, which I won't. And just stick right. out of the toilets, bro. You That's know. it. <laughs> the toilet. Toilet. <laughs> All right. Catch you later, man. Take Bye. Care. Bye. See ya. Yeah, as yeah. I was saying, um, finished work, and I went to my wife now. Uh, mm. I went to her house, and usually after work, I'd go and chill, and we'd watch a bit of Netflix, and... But I think I came home really late one day and my PlayStation and everything was out on the front lawn. I thought, no, that's it. Packed everything up and I went and lived with my missus. And not long after that, I ended up buying a house and mum didn't really come to my house for, I think it was the first couple of years because... Years, wow. You know, it was... That's really sca- scandalous in the you know yeah. Indian family it was, and it was horrible. Catholic That's it. I was living. Yeah, a lot of them. Feel I was way, living yeah. with a woman and I wasn't married. And you mm. know, it's like I had my house warming. And you know, my family, I think Dad came to it yeah. just because he felt a little bit you know, upset that I was having my house. I bought. We bought our first house. We were, Which was I think like 20, yeah. 21 at the time. Jeez. Um, and it's a huge achievement Absolutely. for someone that age yeah. at that time. And you think, look, my parent, you want your parents to be there, but. I think it was two years later that mum came to my house and had a little bit of tea and was out. Mm. So I think still at that time she was 
just not happy that I was mm. you know, going against the rules and against the Catholic Church and fornicating with um, a woman before being married. And So you know, do you think that was out of spite or revenge or something like that? Like a negative emotion that spurred you to do these things? It was. Like, you know, I wanted to prove to myself that living with this girl um, who I really liked and thought, you know, maybe one day we can get married and, you know, do everything by the church. But I don't, I don't know what it's going to be like until I, you know, live with her. I've spent with, you know, eight years now with my wife and I love her. She's, uh, means a lot to me. And As she should, yeah. One person I can really relate to and with pretty much uh, two peas in a pod. Mm. And I don't think I could have gotten married straight away and lived with her. If I had no idea what she was like and mm. my parents went, you know, just met this girl on a one-night stand and I mm. think, you know, you, you guys should get married if you want to be having, you know, all this kind of... But I think it's different, like, you know, like, um, getting to know someone, I, do you think it's independent from moving in with them? So, like, you, there's a lot of, like, couples which we know, they don't live together, but mm. they've been together for ages. So, I mean, w- what's your thoughts on that? Like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not attacking or anything, I'm just, just wanting mm. to know. Um, oh, sorry, Michael. So, like, uh, do you think, if, you, if your stuff wasn't on the lawn, would you have considered then moving out? Or would you have still... I definitely would have. I think... Um, I still, for myself, just need to have that reassurance that before I can get married to someone, that mm. I need to you got to live with them and know their, you know, yeah. just know them properly. That's it, mm. and like a whole, like not seventy-five percent of them, but hundred percent of them before mm. you. <laughs> oh, that's exactly yeah. it. You know, I'd rather know that person and um, feel comfortable with them before I can go. Yep, that's the person I really want to. Mm spend the rest of my life with absolutely and that's like that's very very common honestly and i know like a lot of catholics a lot of other catholic dudes that we're that we're mates with yeah. are in that same boat and i know i've had family members moving with partners i've had some of my best mates who've also been catholic moving with partners i've i've even considered it myself you know i haven't done it but i've seriously considered it and I'm, i sit here now and i think well it, would I do it? I I don't know yet, right? Like from from I know the church says no, you shouldn't, but I'm in the same boat as you, right? I think it's so, and I've had this discussion with a lot of dudes, and they reckon it's so hard to really get to know somebody until you live with them. That's it's completely it. different, like seeing them four or five that's times so yeah, a week going on dates, and then, you know they keep their things that sort of thing, yeah. And, stuff, and yeah. I'm completely in the boat with you, and I understand that. And but then that's also where like for me that it, it conflicts, right? Because, like, if if I had it my way, I'd, I'd do that. I'd move in with my partner. But then it's all this external pressure. You know, you're going to have your family. You're going to have your friends. The church thinking, oh, like, how can you be doing that? Like, you shouldn't That's be right. doing that. But minus the whole partner thing. Like, you know, you're moving in with a male friend, like, platonically. Like, it, like a, liking it to a roommate situation. Is that different? But I, <laughs> I mean, like, you know. Fornication and all that. I guess it's different. Like yeah. if you're living, if you're fornicating with them, that sort of thing. It, it's another, you know. I think if they're your roommate, yeah, yeah, fine. yeah, your roommate's yeah. different, completely fine. I know, like, you know, there's if you getting jiggy jiggy, then man, <laughs> that's, oh, that's, 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 that's another situation. Mate, there. That will slap you. That's <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's that's fair enough. Like it's such a, you know, both sides kind of have a point type of thing, mm. but like. I don't know. I guess as a Catholic, you have to lean more towards the, the morally 
you know the, the moral Catholic decision in the situation, which is not yeah. to do that. But um, no. I think um, it's also a huge time frame kind of thing. Like our parents, they probably met each other. Their parents were like, you know, that's your wife. Go and get married, have kids. That's it's India. Pretty, it's pretty instant. That's India, you know? and this is here. This yeah. is completely it's different. Completely different culture, you know. It is so so different. Um, yeah, not as fair. Here well, you have yeah. you have washing machines, you know, and then chuck your clothes into a washing machine. Your wife says, "Go put the washing on." There you've got a ground where mm. you slap your clothes on and you're scrubbing things on the ground. It's so different. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, and that here, I guess back then it was really rushed, like. People got married a lot younger. They got married a lot quicker. Whereas I was told by a very close priest, a priest I was very close to, he said, don't marry someone without knowing them for at least two years. Date them for at least two years before marrying them. Because you've got to you get know? out of that honeymoon phase. That's and then it. All of that. But then, and that's the thing. I 100% agree. But then when you start living with somebody, like it just puts so much more pressure on it and the, there's no honeymoon phase, right? You, you, you see there... It's all right there on the table. Exactly, yeah. And you know what you're getting. You know what you're living with. That's it. So I, I can see both sides of it. I can see why people live with partners, but then I can also see the hesitancy to to do that yeah. from a Catholic point of view. I just see that, um, you know, you're not your, you're not your true self um, until you're living with your partner, I reckon, because mm. um, you, you can't really get to that stage where you're, you're both comfortable with each other. It's always trying to, kind of put on more of an act I so see, that yeah, she yeah. really you know so goes, she really oh, I'm not going to find the next good better looking so like, like, to like, move on yeah, to like peacocking absolutely. yourself like you know I'm showing all my feathers yeah. I'm presenting my best non-raw self you know and like you move in together and you're a uh, oh, bloody human seagull absolutely like all those memes is like you met her and then two years after knowing her like the, the dinosaur and the, yeah. the big T-Rex that's like it. yeah no mm. that's fair like um yeah, no, that's a really interesting perspective. Like, but Catholic guilt-wise, like you don't feel. I mean, obviously now you're married and stuff, but you wouldn't regret anything you did. Yeah. Okay. Not at all. And at the time, you didn't feel any guilt or any anything. Like I that. did because you know you're going against your parents. Plus, it's yeah. foreign. Like you haven't done that before, and you don't. No, want that's it. it. Mm. But Absolutely. It's just more so a gut feeling and mm. um, just wanting to know things for yourself. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's, it was really hard. Mm. Um, you know, my mum. Yeah. I don't think I spoke to her for n- nearly a year. Oh. And it's hard when you when you think about it now. It's like my mum's just a lovely. She's such a lovely person. Mm. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, she was you know, at the church every single week. She'd go on retreats. Oh, I so know. Was, she mom. was. She was like a. Yeah. She's she, pretty yeah. much a nun. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So moving out of my house into, well, moving out of my family's house, my parents' house into another house with a, a girl was just, oh, mate, mm. it, was, uh, it was like I was the devil. <laughs> I mean, sure. Did you keep in contact with your siblings and stuff? Like of course. That? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And were they 100% on board all the time with it? Uh, yeah, they were 100% on board. And that's just, you know, your siblings. Mm. You, you go through all those stages with your That's siblings it. until you get to that point where they're in it with you. Mm. <laughs> so you can literally... Um, I wanted to... Oh, did you have any other thoughts you'd like to say? I want to bring a bridge to something. In terms of this, I think... I think there's obviously... A, we, we've obviously got parental expectations and I've, I've, we've all we've all suffered for sure. by that, right? 
and then they're usually in line for us they've obviously usually been in line with the Catholic faith which is what you know Christ's I guess expectations or wants are for us but I guess the idea is that the love Christ has for us is so great and that's why we have free will because if if you're not free then you're pretty much a slave right and I guess he I'm putting a Catholic spin on this to before we bridge it but the idea is that he gives us free will so we can make these choices on our own so we can go out and do things like that's this it. we can move in with partners and, and then we'll have to face the repercussions or the not the consequences or the, the, the fruits of that well look I think it Every choice we make in life, whether it be good or bad, has a consequence. I'm not right? saying that from a negative, like a negative consequence way. Just like there's benefits. Well, exactly. And negatives. There's, 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 benefits, that, there's and benefits and negatives, but every choice you make has a consequence, right? But ultimately, it's it's up to you to make that choice. I think. That's right? it. It's up to you. Like, I mean, you look at um, what that situation I was in all that time ago, and look at now in, in present mm. times and now I'm like the angel I'm married I'm about to have my, my kid absolutely uh, my sister wasn't actually she didn't get married she's had a kid so it's like mm. you know we'll get her what? next and have you that's it of you, yeah. so it's definitely helped so obviously you've, you've you obviously you don't regret anything that you've no. done because it's brought you to where you it's, are now that's it you know are I, you seeing it from I'm an probably that person that they would have loved to see back then but mm. it's taken all this time of kind of figuring the stuff out for them as well to yep. get to here but you ran your own race and you got to the goal at the end of the day that's it yeah. exactly mm. and I think the idea is I think what we should take out of this is that you know Christ works in with everything with every situation right you know some people might think oh this is the worst thing you know like my son's moving out with another woman they, but then Jesus Christ looks at that and thinks you know I can work with that mm. And then look at it now, like that's what I actually wanted to bridge you. Like, you know, as a parent, how would you think if your child moved out? And like, I'm not, I'm not saying a negative point of view. I just wanted to open up the discussion. So, like, can you empathize now with your mother or oh, parents? I mean, if my child was to move out, it depends what age. If they get to that age where they're, they're if I feel they're com- comfortable enough moving out on the state, they don't have a job. Mm. If they're going out and drinking. They're not moving out. They're that's staying right. at home. They're still doing the chores. They can't They're paying stand rent. Metaphorically, on their own two feet. No, that's it. Yeah. Um, but if you see that your child is, you know, self-sustainable and um, has a job and is working hard and can afford his house, then I'd I'd love for my child to go out and be their own person. Mm. Well, as the scripture says, a father should leave his family and marry and his wife. It, right? Will leave his family. That's what that's what the scripture says. And start his new family. And start your new family as you should. You got to be a man, right? Yeah, no. So, well, so is that pretty much your point of view as well on that situation, Mario? Or do you differ? Or look, I I, I try and base well everything I believe. I base off the teachings of the church. I see. Right? Everything I believe. If the church says that it's bad, then I'm not going to argue it's bad, right? I, I do question as well. Don't get me wrong. I don't just have blind faith. I do question a lot of things. Yep. But I do base my beliefs off of what's written in Scripture, what's written in the Bible, what's written in the Catechism, right? I do. But I guess do I live up to those same beliefs? I don't know, right? I, I fall, I, I, I fail, and I'm a sinner. It's I'll a learning that. experience. Exactly. But... Just because, say, say I have a girlfriend tomorrow, I move in with her and I start fornicating with her, right? 
Just because I'm doing that, I'm not going to turn around and say, oh, actually, you know what? I believe in all of these commandments except fornication. I think you should be able to do that. That's not me. Oh, it's like a pick and choose. Exactly. I I don't pick and choose. I'll accept what I'm doing is wrong, but I'm not going to go and try and change my belief for it, if that that makes sense. That makes sense. So you're not like tailoring your belief because I think that's how sometimes, that's why the the Roman Catholicism is not the original. You would say the original and then other denominations like, you know, I want to get married as a priest and I'm going to start this thing. Mm. I want to do this. I'm going to start this thing. You know, like that's the pick and choose type of way. Absolutely, yeah. Um, no, that's that's pretty. Yeah, like it's it's such a great. Would you say it's a gray area to discuss? It is. Uh, mm. I don't have to gray area. It's just a more of a difficult because we've all got different beliefs and understandings on this topic. Mm. So you, you, there's no right and wrong. If my kids did it, I would be. You know, like you said, yeah, you want them to be in that mature. You want them to. You want to have that comfort within yourself that they can be by themselves. But at the end of the day, they're just a kid. I mean, would you say like you're minimum age 21 or 18 or something like that? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So not like, you know, 15. Oh, if they want to so. go out at 15 and 16, oh, I'd maybe, yeah. maybe nurture them a bit mm. more than that. Absolutely. Um, uh, but look, so, so how, old, how old are you? 28. 28, yep. And... Often we're the same age, 26. I'm going to be 26 you, next month, actually. Yeah. Next month. Well, practically 26, 26 right? Yeah. And so, I guess from our point of view, we're not we're not kids anymore. Yeah. Right? We're, we're in that phase of manhood and we're only getting older. I guess at the end of the day, like, you, you have to put yourself in those shoes, right? And say for yourself, like, if you had a partner right now and you loved her dearly and she wanted to move in with you, you want to move in, what, what would you do? That's the thing. Like, I haven't, you know, I haven't dated as much. Like, you know, I've been, I don't know, just focused on other things and stuff that... Well, and that's well, like, the thing. I, I know, but yeah. I, I'm trying to think from that perspective too. But like, um, no, that's that's a very... Because we're not kids anymore. Like, it's different. Like, I think like your parents d- would be full on when you're 17, 18, 19. But when you're mid to late 20s, like, yeah. it's it's different. It's, like, you're, you're old enough. You, you work for yourself. You make your own choices, your own health choices. Like... It's up to you. Do you think it also depends on your partner? I mean, obviously, you chose your partner. Their partner chose you. Mm. But um, do you think, like, you know, I'm cool with this, but moving in with you, like, is that, like, a red flag, which you would say, like, you know, that you want to... Are you moving in with the intention of marriage or something like that? I think you both have to be on the same page. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, And that requires a lot of months of preparation and talk. But, like, you said this process. Did it happen really quickly for you? Yeah, I mean, like, let's say you're in my shoes and um, let's say you're 21 years old. You've been seeing someone for maybe two, three years now and you're really comfortable with each other. You're just moving out of that honeymoon phase and you're kind of wanting to settle down, but you're not at that marriage stage just yet. Who is at 21? Not many people, yeah. But your parents... Go look. I need you guys to get married. You're you're pretty much living together already. You're mm. always there at our house, and you know you're staying over. Why don't you just get married? But you're not there yet. What so do you do? You then? don't feel it. You know, no, that that's it. Feeling. Yeah, no, it's, so you need a, a few more years to get mm. more comfortable with that person. I I think it's just hard being pushed to be married at that 
when you're not 100%. really ready, you know? Yeah. Do you think, like, as well, like, I think the, the discussion as well, like, living in a partner situationship, like, what, what, how does marriage make it any more different? It doesn't. Uh, I'm married. I mean. It doesn't make it any different. You just spend more for a wedding and officiate. Efficiate if it. I could have, I would have taken that money and gone on a holiday. Yeah, because weddings <laughs> are crazy oh, it's expensive. so expensive. Ridiculously expensive. Yeah. And you barely enjoy it yourself because you're trying to... You're on a strict schedule. Mm. Um, you got to take photos with this person. You got to be at the church this time. You got to be in the car. For what? With the limo. For what? That's it. To say you spend, got That's it. You, you spend the least on the you're wedding more on the money. That's it. You're spending all that money to say I do, and nothing really changes. But so can, with with you, and I guess your relationship with your wife did did anything change from when you were just partners? to when you were married did you feel like a, a change inside yourself a spiritual change at all or like there was no difference from when you were just together um, to when you got married I think I just went like you know this is the the person that I really have chosen to spend the rest of my life with and that really kind of I don't know ignites a bit of a flame in you when you when you do say um, mm. you know say those words on that day and it is it is I feel on the outside it's there's not a lot of difference yeah. But somewhere on the inside, it's, you know, you've got a wife at home and you've got a, a family. You've got your own family sitting at home waiting for, I'm going to have a kid soon. So it's uh, it's like a really warm feeling. Oh, it would be. Like, so that's it, a greater, it is, it's awesome. It's like um, a greater purpose other than yourself. That's that you it. Can, yeah. That's sure. it. But it, it is it is different in that kind of terms, but mm. you know, we're still the same people. Absolutely. Um, we still enjoy doing all the things that we enjoyed doing, you know, three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. Like, while we're on the topic of marriage, I really, I was been meaning to bring up this discussion a few shows now, but like the concept of bachelor parties and um, the things which happen in them. Is there a line? You're going to get married to this one girl for the rest of your life. And and the stuff some some people, I guess, do at bachelor parties, does that contradict that or like you know the whole notion of last moment of freedom i i i you know personally depends how you're looking at it i i I would find if you're looking at those let's say yeah you get a stripper down Mm. and you you think thinking i don't know how 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 can i say this without being disgusting but just go for it you've got a wife at home Mm. Uh, well not yet wife to be wife to be at home it's more so the bachelor party is more so I think from my point of view when I had it it was more so for the boys absolutely I was present I was present yeah. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't for me it was yeah. more so for um, Pop- I had two you were the wild one eh? I had two <laughs> <laughs> yeah you went you went down south or something yeah I went to, to Mandra and then I had a, another one with some of my family and all the yeah. uncles came and it too. was I had to have another one because my wife actually said that her family the guys in her family wasn't invited to the oh, the other one enough. so I had a family one so it wasn't for me yeah it was absolutely more so for everyone else to enjoy but I you're still the man of honour you are still say. the man of honour mm. I think it's just the bachelor parties is everyone has that expectation Mm. Of you know, doing all the things you do yeah. at these bucks nights and all that, and you you kind of just there to accommodate everyone, mm-hmm. really. And it's that idea of having one last hurrah. But I didn't really see it as that. I just more so saw it as entertaining the guys, so that yeah. they kind of 
think I'm having one last hurrah. Absolutely. I yeah. see. I, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, like, I understand that, but I'm just trying to think, like, you know, isn't a bachelor party your bachelor party? So you do what you like. You know, like, if you like going go karting or something, do that. Or But, Leah, no, I understand. You have to also, like, for the your best men and stuff, you, you know, your close family members for your wedding, it's for their sake, but. If I, know, I was if I was still in India, I don't think I would. No, no, definitely. I have not. no idea what what a bachelor party is. Yeah. It's more so that it's a very Western of, thing. Yeah, it, it is a very you Western. You got to have thing. a bachelor party. Yeah. You have got to have the strippers down. Mm, absolutely, it's a bachelor party. Otherwise. I mean, if yeah. you if your if your spouse doesn't feel, I guess, like disrespected or something, having yeah. another woman, I think. It's oh well, fine. Yeah. Mm. I, I, it's more so there to kind of look at and for everyone to look at. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think, yeah, mm. I don't know. This is another hard one no, no, that's to, that's to I discuss like without like, um, yeah. uh, censorship. Yeah, that's it. Well, uh, I, th- I think the idea is like if you think if you genuinely, like, I, I love the way I love the way you put it. Like it's not necessarily for you; it's it's for your mates. It's mm-hmm. for them, right? And if you go into it thinking that, oh yeah, this this is my last hurrah. Then you probably shouldn't be getting married. No, that's, that's it. That's, it. Right? that's that's dangerous grounds. Yeah, there. Absolutely. Like if mm-hmm. you think, man, like I have to have as much fun with this woman, or yeah. there's no point. Exactly right. So, but like it's more so like a test, I think. Yeah. It's like if you can go there and think nothing of it, or mm. think it's more so that for your friends. Otherwise, if you if you going in there thinking it's all for you, then that's. But at the end of the day, too, you're doing the bachelor party for your friends. You're doing the wedding for the friends. So when's it about you? You've got the rest of your life for that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's Absolutely. what I mean. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's just, yeah, just spending a lot of money on things. Like I, yeah, it is absolutely ridiculous. You yeah. are spending a lot of money for like a like a like a show, mm-hmm. you know? mm. and then I've ticked that off. You know, I've wore the suit. My bride wore the dress, and that's it. I mean, it's it's a beautiful, amazing day. In hindsight, like. Did we need to do it? Probably. You, you already. Could, you could it. probably have made it a bit less. No, you um, guys had a great extra. wedding. Though. Yeah, you guys had a uh, shadow. I played the piano. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike was awesome. <laughs> had to come down from uh, ETG to do that. Oh, oh really? Yeah, they had a big uh, thing. Like, oh, why are you going? It wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. It definitely wouldn't have been. No, the definitely same. wouldn't be. The yeah. Same. No. Good old Father Jeff. You know? Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, we had it in Belty, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He came down. Um, we had it in the church. So uh, Father what? Jeff did the wedding. He came out of retirement for the wedding. Yeah, week. you're mate. joking. He yeah. did. That's he awesome. Came out, married us, and it was it was awesome. Father Jeff's a uh, lovely, yeah, he lovely had to, priest. Yeah, he's That's great. No, he's awesome. Oh, mate, yeah, he's definitely got his. Uh, Mario knew him a lot more than me because you were part of the original Bell Divers. Community. Yeah, yeah. Over ten years, I. Since yeah. maybe 2010, I think. I don't know, 2010, 2011, something like that. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so. no. But like, um, yeah, just the notion about like the last moment of freedom, it just doesn't sit right with me. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, like as we've discussed, I think that's more like the external yeah. audio sort of that thing. makes it think that way. But obviously, I don't know, but within your heart, you knew that wasn't your last no. hurrah. Like you weren't thinking no. that. No. no, that's, no, that's, no. that's. And totally likewise, fair. I think if you're going to get married, like, if you see it that way, then just don't get married don't because get married, you're not. Man. She's not the one, or you're just not there yet, or you're not whatever. Ready. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely not ready. If 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 it's uh, mm. if you have other intentions, exactly. So, so I want to say, like, you made the decision to move out. So, did your partner make the decision shortly after? Or was it always on her mind or things like that? I mean, I'm not. Look, it came her. up one day, and we went. Yeah, I think we're both ready. Mm. Um, if you have stable jobs, and yeah, that's it. Um, 
you're not going to be able to buy a house if you if you're both um, yeah absolutely not doing anything. So we were both working pretty hard at the time, and I was I was working full time, and uh, she started studying. So I said, look, I'll I'll work full time, and I'll I'll pay uh, the mortgage while you study, and once you finish that, then I can do something as well. And by that four years time, you know she's she's done her her teaching, and she's yeah. she's a teacher now, and mm. we're really yeah appreciative and um, going <laughs> forward with our lives, and it's it's awesome. She recommended me so much resources during my my prac, which uh, <laughs> was really she's really a good amazing. one. I've got she's, a good one. You, you're really blessed. Yeah, I mean that's I it. Know, I'm, I should say the word you, blessed. You know blessed. it as well. <laughs> like a yeah, you know, like blessed with the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Best. Well, I think that's also. Yeah, that's another reason why a lot of people move in together now and why it shouldn't be like shamed upon because it's so hard to buy a house now. It's expensive, man, right? I mean, like back, you know, 30, 40 years ago, people were buying houses for like 30, 40,000 bucks, 50, right? 50,000, yeah, that's Exactly, it. 50 grand. Now it's like... You, you, and they were complaining about interest rates exactly, back then. Exactly, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, but then you look at... And then 60,000. Yeah. The and then you compare their now. income. You compare their income to the sale price, right? It was achievable. But you look at the average person's income now to what the cost of a house is. It's almost impossible to do it on your own, yeah. right? And that's, I think, a big reason why a lot of couples move out together because it's not so much just you want to live with that person. It's also like a financial thing, that's right? It. And financially like it's hard man because you're up against the wall like you've got no choice if you don't have enough money to put food on the table for yourself what do you do like sometimes you have to you know join in and you know have someone with you and And share the load that's part of the test you know seeing if you're compatible with each other seeing if you can Mm. you can um, sacrifice that's it because you 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 worked while she did study yeah and then it paid off in the end that's it you both have dual income exactly but then obviously if you went and bought you bought the house on your own, right? Or say you were renting, she was renting her own place during that whole time, how how would that work? You wouldn't be where you are. Like no. it's it all worked together in the end. That's it. Yeah. Which is uh, well, again I wouldn't change any of it. That's enough cuz the reason I brought up the moving out thing. I mean, I I mean I was considering moving out, you know, with a partner and stuff like mm. just just to see what it's like. Let's go popping. You and I will get our own batch of yeah, that, That'll <laughs> be it. good. I know, because I was planning on moving like I'll have somewhere. somebody come and stay when I get uh, kicked into the doghouse. Because yeah. <laughs> I was planning on moving somewhere north because a lot of my work is based up north. And, mm. you know, I'm belty mate. Yeah. Like, driving an hour or so. I mean, I absolutely yeah, love my job. Tell me. But I just wanted to ask you, like, when you first moved out, how daunting was it? You know, you suddenly parents are like you know you'll miss all this we're paying the bills that was and electricity and stuff the only daunting thing was um coming back to <sighs> me not um uh abiding by my catholic um religion and, and moving out with with uh, uh my wife now and um, that's that's the only thing that really haunted me was that i was um going against god's graces and so no um, rent, no bills. You you didn't have any lost sleep over that. I mean, no, we worked hard. We worked mm-hmm. hard, and we knew that you know this is what it takes to be an adult, and well, this is what really, it's going to take. Really good to hear. I mean, so so I mean, yeah, you you planned for that. You had the budget for that. Definitely, that's really no. That's what I mean. That you have to have the level of maturity, mm-hmm. and you can't just go. And as common sense that may seem. Well, you've got to sit down with your your finance broker, and no, they're they're, they're going to be like, you know, this is what you're spending your money on. You can't be spending your money on mm. 
um, mm. alcohol and drugs and blah 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 and toys and cars and they're not going to give you a house so you, mm. you may as well knuckle up and yeah. start working because I was telling Mario like ever since I got my job I think like the first proper big thing which I'm probably saving up for was the Panama trip for um, World mm. Youth Day like you know because before you mean, uh, the um, next, you mean Portugal sorry. Portugal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I've only been to India and here, so like going somewhere else would be out of my comfort zone and just, you know, like I'm funding myself. I, I mm. Just having that, you know, once you have a job and now you're kind of responsible, I guess it's a good feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Back a few years ago when I was working at McDonald's and stuff, you know, like that was a dream, you know, like now I can actually try to work towards affording that, which is great. But like... No, that's what I mean. Like, what's your sorry, on the tangent with that? But like, how? What's your thoughts on like moving out, Mario? Like, um, in in regards to you know, you'd ha- you you work at property and stuff, right? Mm. So you'd be super more critical about where you're moving out, and you'd you'd kind of know how the process works with budgeting and stuff. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I guess to some degree, but it's also like a personal thing. Like, I mean, mm. there's lots of people that work in property that work in my field that just spend money like crazy man and that's just there's a difference between your own like spending habits and behaviours like you can have most I know people that have the highest paying jobs bro far higher paying jobs than me and they just have no savings really because they just they they just spend their money on stuff right Um, usually it's the people that make the least amount that have more savings than people that have doubled the amount than them I mean, like, once you get a new job, is there, like, a period of months where you just splurge because you didn't have the access to that money before? Did you... Can you guys relate to that, or did you... I mean, you, you already... You you said budgets for everything, is that correct? Um, getting there. But, yeah. uh, I mean, when we were looking at purchasing a house, it was Maggie noodles and yeah. mm. just eating cans of tuna for lunch. and That's yeah. why I bought a Costco membership, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, Michael... <laughs> That is one investment that is... Actually, though, it'll pay off in the long gonna run. It's going to pay off in... Yeah, yeah. Have, have you been yet? Oh, I've been. I've been Tuesday and, like, I'm at Costco, Costco. baby. What, awesome. what have you been getting? Have you been getting those big pre-packed meals? I haven't, like... I've just been trying... <laughs> as silly as uh, some of the food Here we are canteen. talking about, like, saving and then we're just... Oh, what are oh, you getting at Costco? Mate. Oh, let's splash it. But then again, that, that's, is, an, uh, that's an investment. It is an investment. $60 all... You've been to Costco? I I have, yes, okay. once. I have before, yeah. I don't, um, have to, I don't have a membership though. I don't oh, so yeah, I, I can take you one time. Look, you can even save <laughs> fuel. I think it is. Yeah, yeah they um, have cheaper fuel at Costco. So, um, no, that's it. But like in the long run, I'm just doing it, just buying in preparation, I guess, to moving out and stuff. If I do Perfect. so next mm. year, it's a good thing to have. And plus, Quinana's coming up soon. Mm. Yeah, and, absolutely, um, it'll be close. Yeah, so it just. Do you think like you know buying the ridiculously large quantities of things? Like they sell you like these Eclipse mints. I think they sell twelve pack of them for like twenty two dollars. Like you know those capsules. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They sell twenty, twelve of them for like, but they sell everything in bulk. So, so the so, going there and you're getting it cheaper. That, yeah, that's, but that's you're getting you're more of say. it. But like, for you, you're getting cheaper overall. You get it cheaper overall, but like, I guess even when you go to Costco, budgeting would be key because like. Mm. You know, you're buying so much of this stuff, and like, do I really need so much of this stuff? Uh that's that's one of the that that's a really tricky one. I think Costco is where you'd go to prepare yourself for a party or something like that, because mm. you can go and buy, you know, just a big 
platter of food for their really cheap. Or, Absolutely, oh, yeah. so good. The wraps, oh, yeah. cut it out. <laughs> but ah, uh, um, I don't think you can just go and buy. They do have you know bulk packs of um, I don't know cupcakes and muffins and random things. Yeah, mm. but all in bulk. I don't think I could sit there and eat just a huge pack of Doritos. Probably don't need it. It's, yeah, nah. this be a good um good question just to bring up. Like, do you guys have any guilty spending pleasures? Like, you know, you see something, you know, have to do it. Yeah, you know, it can be tempted with that. Like, I mean, with me sometimes, I guess <laughs> food sometimes with it's my vice. I mm. want to try something new. You know, like like that Varsity Burger. Like that. Oh, no, yeah. foods are. Don't try that. Well, it's, it's over now, so that's good. Mm. Um, the the Varsity Burger for last month was absolute rubbish. Yeah. Uh, peanut butter, banana, peanut butter. mayonnaise. Uh, not mayonnaise. Um, whipped cream marshmallow in a burger with beef and bacon and stuff. Wait, so it's a dessert burger? Yeah, it had banana and a two smash banana. Banana and beef. Banana beef. It's horrible. No, I take. I took one bite and was like, nah. 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 Twenty six dollars for the lot. No nah, yeah, way. Nah, look, I mean, good on them for experimenting, but maybe try it yourself before you. Yeah, no, but back know. to the question. Do you guys have any guilty spending pleasures that are not illegal? Mm. <laughs> um, that you can safely and comfortably mention on radio? Probably a, a foodie as well, so yeah. I will spend money on... I'm also a gamer. Oh, really? So, look, I like uh, all the little skins and different characters that you can buy and the little add-ons that sometimes yeah. help kind of motivate you or just... Mm. Help you play better, I guess, if you have that. But absolutely, it's yeah. definitely one thing that I'm bad with. Fair enough. I'll s- happily spend thirty to sixty dollars on add-ons for games of yeah. every couple of months. Yeah, but I think for myself, games. it's probably probably car parts. Car parts. I've, I've been into doing yeah. cars and stuff. That's a, over that's the a years big investment too. Not like it is because yeah. you're looking. I mean, it's minimum hundreds. And it can Ooh. go up to thousands. Yeah. So, yeah, I've sort of, yeah, do do like my cars. Do like, and the idea is you sort of look at something you think that'll either look good on my car or it'll help my performance. Even though you don't need it, you no. just think just it's going to make it better. So, in your mind, it adds horsepower. It absolutely yeah. adds that one horsepower, two horsepower. Exactly. Do you have the lights under your car? I forgot. Do you, you have? No, nah, no, nah, I don't have that. I haven't gone that far. Okay. <laughs> I haven't gone full ricer. But I mean, oh, even well, well, that's the thing. Like, I finished my car, and then we sort of between my brother and my dad, we started fixing up our old Ute, wow. our old Land Cruiser, and turned it into a bit of a camping rig. And then, you know, just little things. Like, I bought a, these um, cup holders and these armrests for the sides, and I was like, you know what? This car doesn't have any armrests or cup holders. I'm going to buy them and put it in. You don't need it, but you think. How did you install? Did you have to like uh, make a hole in the seat? Or nah, that? they're pretty easy. They just slip in. But oh, it's just okay. little things like that. You're like, oh, actually, my lights. I could, I could. Um, it's got headlights, but I could get brighter headlights. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just little things like that you improve, and then just uh, it's a rabbit hole, man. You know, what we can talk me. about now the the services. We we've had quite a few oh, discussions online man. about this. I got a major service um, coming up, but oh, that's God. the thing. The thing is with a service is you need it. Yeah. Right. It's 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 a required cost. It's not like oh, oh I can put a service in or I I might or I might not. You actually need it, right? That's the thing. So it's like paying your car rager. You need to do it, or you won't be able to drive on the road. Or paying your license. But you you don't service it yourself, right? You get a. No, I don't. I mean, and that's mainly because I don't trust myself. I'm not a mechanic. I'm not an automotive mechanic, so I don't really trust myself. I'd rather pay 
a professional to do it because I know they're going to do it properly. Yeah. But the whole thing about uh, mechanics, can you can you trust your mechanic to say, yep, you need to get a service at this time, otherwise your car is is done. Yeah. Like, or, you, or can you drive your car and just keep driving past that service and go, my car's still fine. You know what? I don't think it needs a service. I mean, it depends. If you keep doing that, never service it, your well, car will break down. Eventually, maybe yeah. I'll give it a service when I start. When I hear it go, yeah. no, I'll they, give it a service. They told me my back two tyres were completely worn and I need to get new ones. And I go to, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll put this hold. I go to every tyre shop in the area. They're like, oh, you got at least six, six Ks left or seven mm. Ks. And I was like, well, th- this is the thing, and like, yeah. you have to know. Like, would I go to a particular mechanic who I trust, right? Okay. And I don't take my car anywhere else to take it to him because he doesn't mess about. He he does what he has to do, and I I do trust him. He's the only mechanic I trust. Whereas all these other dealerships, they're just out there to make a dollar, right? But how do you know who's that mechanic that you trust? And I guess who's you just, that one that's you just have to experiment, to right? So I mean, it's so many mechanics. How do you experiment, yeah. though? Like, how do you know if someone's done a good job? Is it up to your standards or to the, you know, what? what well, you know, by other people, and there's people that leave reviews, right? Mm. Go, talk to other people that have been there, right? If you can just Google, you know, best mechanic in Perth or you know, best most honest mechanic, and you you have a bunch of reviews. Yeah. I mean, I've got you. I've got a mechanic down the road. He's a he's an awesome mechanic. He's lives you know, across the road from me. Mm. Um, so I really I did trust him but um, well, I still I don't know it's just like I'm talking about <laughs> I don't know it's um, I, I've taken my car to him a few times mm. and um, the last time I think I took it to him was about a year ago and he went yep this is what needs to be fixed you need a new timing belt and this mm. and your aircon stuff and your brakes and all bad and here I'm still driving that same car a year later and it's fine yeah and it's yeah. like mate you if if I said, all right, fix all of that, it would have cost me yeah, five, three, four grand. Thousands, yeah. Well, I, I don't have I, that I, kind that's of why money I sold really. my old car. Like it traded in for another well, one. Well the thing is too expensive. I, I think they I think they're to some I think they're legally required to tell you that stuff okay. is wearing out, right? Like yeah. even with my mechanic a year ago, I actually know, probably a year and a half ago he said that my brakes only had six months left. Yeah. And then a year ago, he said they only have three months left, right? <laughs> and then probably the last time I got a service, nine, eight or nine months ago, he said, oh, you probably only got six months left, right? And I'm, I'm still doing it. So yeah. really, my brakes should have been gone like a year and a half ago, yeah. but I'm still driving and it's still going well. And I don't think it's necessarily, it's, it's not the mechanic, you know, because mechanics, they sometimes don't know. It depends yeah. on how hard you, when they look at it, they might say, oh, look, on average, most people they drive this car they'll be braking hard your brakes will go in six months but if depends on how you drive right and it depends on how you look after your car it, it's different for every car you know so, I don't know so I mean I'd probably talk to you guys during the break or something like I, I'm not I'm not happy with my mechanic at the moment like with the service and stuff I just find you need to get a logbook my friend that's what I mean like uh, yeah that's why I'm on, I'm on the hunt, so for more mechanics. Or I think my it's almost service time. So yeah, I got a major coming up. Really got quoted about oh, it's like eight hundred bucks just for the service, and he's got to do a few extra things, and it's got over a thousand bucks, and I'm like unbelievable. Yeah, one, they were like, oh, one thirty to change your filter box. I did it myself for thirty bucks. Mm. That's another thing. Yeah, um, that's dad's another like thing. you know, I mean, if you can service your car yourself, 
Good on you. Go but for it, yeah. Then you also, there's those unlucky amount of people that have no idea yeah. Yeah. what the boot of a car is. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you've got to find the right mechanic, I suppose, again, what Mario's saying, and experiment. And With mm. the reviews and stuff, no interest. Yeah, Google reviews are amazing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Pretty amazing. reliable. <laughs> Google reviews are absolutely 100%. I'll look, anything I go to, I'll, I'll make sure I have a look at yeah. Google review. Likewise. Oh. Well, well, boys. I think it's almost time for a break. So, uh, any any closing thoughts on this this discussion? None for me. I'd, no. uh, yeah, we we, satisfying we, we started satisfying. with something pretty deep, and then yeah. we finished with servicing cars. Look, I mean, we uh, we're we're not uh, talking about toilet humor anymore. So, I'm surprised how long thing. we've managed to maintain a serious discussion, like considering <laughs> the. Yeah, oh, I didn't think we were going to get started, hey? I didn't yeah. think so. <laughs> I was like, this is just going to be a laugh the whole way through. No. But it was it was pretty oh, we chill. We got there. Yeah, we got there. Well, I would just load up a song. So this is Lying Eyes by the Eagles. Oh. The best music from the 60s to today. IPL Radio. All right, boys, we're back. We're back. back. Welcome back. <laughs> so what is on our plate of discussion? What's on our planet discussion what's or what's on plate? our plate? Dinner plate. Dinner oh, plate. It is about that time. It's about that time. I'm pretty hungry, actually. Len, you know, since we're all hungry, we decided to talk about food. <laughs> what is your favorite? I don't know if it's just dangerous. <laughs> You're going to make us even more hungry or? Uh, I don't know. Well, when listening back to it, <laughs> we'll feel hungry listening back to it. <laughs> it's like, well, do you guys have any um, favorite delicacy in particular that you like to indulge in? Well, I um I I cooked a bolognese last night, and I've got it in the fridge still, leftovers, and I'm gonna smash that I'm back when smash I get home. That bad boy back at home. Yeah, smash <laughs> some bolognese, eh? Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. And you, yourself, Ryan? I think I might have to make a stop somewhere and pick up a lovely cuisine of some sort. Um, I actually don't mind. Uh, do you like burritos and yeah. absolutely Guzman yeah. and Gomez? Oh, just something still, about do, 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 Guzman do. and Gomez. Buy the burrito kit load. from Aldi. That is the most worth three burrito in kit. Life. Yeah, oh, the burrito kit. Yeah, from Aldi. And though. you make it all yourself. Three dollars. Yeah. Oh, so I think good. I've seen that. Yeah. Six six tortillas. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is you have the meat. Costco. They have everything else. Costco. Oh Costco. yeah, yeah. But they have it at Aldi, right? They have it at Aldi, Aldi. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what I've been finding, speaking of Aldi, the best soup, there's 99 cents mushroom and uh, croton soup is amazing. <laughs> I've nev- never tried that I one. just love anything with crotons, like soup Oh, yeah, crotons are great. Yeah. Especially in pumpkin soup. You guys like pumpkin oh, soup? I love pumpkin soup. Pumpkin it's soup, amazing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some days I feel like it, some days Delicious. I don't. Mm. With crotons it's, in it? Oh. It's more so, I think, a wintery kind of dish. Any kind of soup. Will definitely just warm you right just up. Warm me up, absolutely. Like, yeah, but no, that's well. Pumpkin soup's better hot, isn't it? Yeah, you don't like lukewarm pumpkin soup, no, do you? That's, that's very no. true. Yeah, the yeah. warmer, the better, usually. Yeah, just, it's just especially in this cold season, it just warms you, warms your soul up. You know, just warms you. Yeah. I've got a, I've got one for you, Michael. Growing up, uh, you know, with our Indian background, I knew this oh, was yeah. coming. Um, <laughs> do you like butter chicken? No, no. <laughs> do you it's like it spicy curries. or sweet? What are your thoughts on? Eating curries for such a long time. Can, Ooh, can go. you go, Mum? Give me a curry. I'm I'm gonna smash a nice chicken curry. Or would you go, Mum? Would you make me a a nice shepherd's pie? I want to try a nice <laughs> shepherd's pie. Or a, what would you rather? Why is it, Mum Ryan? Or, is it or very dad. sexist? 
<laughs> Look, dad made more of the yeah, curries. No, 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 parental yeah. roles. Yeah. Yeah, your dad makes a killer biryani. Oh man. yeah, dad yeah. will um, dad will turn anything into a cuisine. Uh, like okay. we'll have something that uh, we would have had sitting in the fridge for my maybe thoughts, a week. My thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. Curries, same. don't worry. Curries are very messy for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like that's all we just don't bother. Sometimes we just have a rice dal and that's but it. I, I've heard. That you head down to Yarl every now and then. Not as much. I just buy the the the, the hand eating stuff. You know the dosas yep. and stuff. Like, what's your but experience with Indian food, <laughs> Mario? What's my what? Experience Sorry. with Indian food. Depends if it's spicy or not. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> no, that's true. But no, I think nowadays I wouldn't go out of my way to buy a curry. I just like, I'm just basic Indian, just butter chicken yeah. and whatever. That's it. Same. I just yeah. love a good butter chicken. You can give me butter chicken any day of the week. Because it's just yeah. messy, you know, like eating with your hands. I can't eat with my hands. Don't eat with your hands. I mean, eat with the spoon. Yeah. Why, why no, you no, shame. no shame. No shame. But again, like, if your mum said, look, or your dad said, Michael, here's butter chicken, <laughs> or here, Michael, I've spent two days cooking this slow-cooked roast pork belly. Yeah. Well, you'd go for the roast pork belly or would you go for the curry, the butter chicken? If it was butter chicken, I'd probably go for the butter chicken. Go for the butter chicken. Add my nice roti and Ooh. stuff. See, I, yeah. I think I'd go for the, the roast. and. Mate, the, what would you go for, Mario? The butter chicken or the, the roast? <laughs> Man, I'd go for the butter chicken. I make really? butter chicken what? myself. That's what, what I've always heard. You always been telling me you, you make a killer butter know? chicken, but I haven't I tried it. I make a killer butter chicken, man. Whoa. I'm telling you. What, what national? You're not, you're not Indian? Croatian. Not Croatian, that's Croatian, right. Yeah. What, uh, what's you don't look Indian, of? sir. He's from North India, bro. They're all white there. Absolutely. What's your cuisine of choice? Duck. What's the cuisine that you grew up eating? Uh, like very, probably more Italian food like pastas, yep. that sort of stuff. Uh, I love lasagna, man. I reckon lasagna yeah. is probably like my 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 yep. go-to dish, my favorite one. Nice. Yeah. nice so nice. your lasagna is our butter chicken. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Kind of. Yeah, I, I guess so. I kind of think. Yeah, I know that's fair. It's you can eat it with a spoon. Coherently, <laughs> I think that's a, it's a lot less messy. I love the potato bacon quiche. Those those are really good. Mm. Always at the family parties, or absolute banger. You know, it brings the family together. <laughs> I just like a few snags in the barbecue. Few snags it's from Bunnings though. From Bunnings, no. oh, Bunnings snags. Those Costco snags are nice. The Costco like the, the Costco, Costco hot dogs. You get a drink and a and a hot dog for two dollars. Oh, both. interesting. It's a deal. It's a deal. What are you eating tonight? Let's finish. What are you having? What am I eating tonight? Probably some satay chicken frozen from Aldi. That was absolutely nice. Pretty nice. A little bit too much peanuts and stuff on it, but still a banger meal regardless. And, and what are you going for? This is, sounds I like a menu log. This is like a menu log right, right now. I'm going to Guzman and go. I'm going to get myself a loaded nachos with pulled beef. And what Stop are you getting, it. Mario? I'm, oh, you already mentioned I'm it, either yeah. going to... Yeah, I'll probably smash some leftover bolognese or nice. I can even... Have some cheeky maccas on the way. Get myself bolognese, a nice big mac. I think bolognese would be one of my go-tos as mm. well. I love bolognese. It's great, eh? It's simple and it's bolognese. nice and effective. Well, all this talk about food is making me hungry. So any closing thoughts you guys have? Don't it's, know. Uh, really awesome really? to sit down here and <laughs> yeah. have this lovely... Been a... Straightforward. Uh, straight away, straight to the point discussion mm. that we know breaks. I think we've... Inspired 
inspired a lot of people tonight. We have. I We've given so a lot too. of verdicts too, yeah? And if they're still listening, now they have uh, an idea of what to have for dinner tonight. Yeah. Uh, I think we've also learned that a toilet is a great spot because just because of the vocals that you can get while you're in the toilet, I think it's a great so spot. Like, you don't sing in the shower, yeah, you know, you sing in the toilet. Look at the ambience, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> the vocals in, in, in the toilet, amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening in. We have another song, and this is called These Boots Are Made For Walking. <laughs> <laughs>